Hi everybody, I'm Carolyn Oakley and this is the Live Now Play Later podcast. This is episode one of the series and I'm really excited to introduce to you a fantastic new singer-songwriter and artist from the UK named Darla Jade. It's August 2021 and it's been fantastic catching up with Darla and hearing her story about how she's been releasing and and, uh, promoting her music during a number of lockdowns here in the UK. Uh, She's an independent artist and she's been relentless in releasing and promoting and touring her music regardless of lockdowns and it's been really inspiring to hear her story during this interview about how she's done that as well as kept her motivation to to keep putting her music out there and it's been showing some amazing success as well she's received airplay on BBC Radio 1's Chillis show she's had Spotify uh, playlists from big Spotify playlists including New Music Friday and Best UK Pop as well so this is an artist that is determined on her path and she is creating some really impressive music so it was fantastic to hear more about her story and I hope you find it inspiring if you're a singer-songwriter or artist starting out at the moment um, to show that you can do things even in difficult circumstances such as lockdowns or as well if you're listening because you want to discover new music I hope you really love like we do her music and um, if you do please do support her all these artists that we share on this platform are on their way up they're brand new and their fan base is everything to them we'll be sharing links to her music and her social media below on the podcast so please um, if you do like it let her know send her a message follow her um, and and support her on her journey like we will be doing as well Um, so this is Darla Jade Um, I hope you enjoy this interview it's the first of the series Uh, we will be interviewing more artists as we go through um, and just introducing to you some fantastic new music and I'm really excited to do that as well so yeah let's get let's get on with it so this is a live now play later episode one podcast thank you i can see your ghost in me i'm not who i used to be broken mirrors all i see demons staring back at me hello so i'm here interviewing dala jade um, and you're a singer-songwriter uh, based in Stoke, is that correct? Do you want to introduce you? Yeah, Stoke-on-Trent, yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, um, just tell me, tell everybody about yourself. Um, you're a songwriter, pop artist? Yep. I'm a singer-songwriter and also an artist. So um, I started my artist project. So I had my first debut single um, called This Time in 2019. And then, so I released that and then I went, I went to Thailand for a month and recorded a bunch of stuff and then basically started releasing that in 2020. So I haven't really released that much out of a pandemic, which was a bit weird, but <laughs> it, it's been, it's been, it's kind of been good because I've like had the time to like really learn how to market properly and how to do all of that. Whereas I don't think if we'd have been in normal times, I think I probably would have just been too busy to have kind of learned all that. So I'm kind of not glad, but it kind of was the silver lining that I could, you know, spend a bit more time doing the backstage stuff that's maybe a little bit more boring because I had the time to do it. Um, so yeah, but I was releasing consistently last year. And then this year, I've kind of still been just going because I've been really wanting to make sure that I'm being consistent at the minute with being like, still new um so and I just released my debut EP literally about three weeks ago which was yeah really exciting <laughs> so like why music I mean particularly during a pandemic like we'll get on to that so let's just sort of frame the time scale so it's August 2021 um uh we've not in lockdown which is great we came out of it it's the summer um it's been raining for the last few weeks where I am I don't know about you <laughs> It's not no, yeah, same. <laughs> and, um, but we've had obviously at the beginning of the year there was constant lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's now summer 2021. And yeah, why music? And 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 how did you get started? Um, so I've always loved music. So when I was younger, 
I did a lot of musical theatre, so it wasn't pop. It was very much musical theatre, and I loved doing all of the shows, like local things around where I lived. Um, and so my mum and dad took me to like a performing arts kind of thing when I was like four or five. So I kind of learned like singing then and acting and dancing and all of that stuff. And I kind of really thought that I was going to, so I did musical theatre all up until the age of 18. So I did it at college as well. So I thought genuinely that that was what I was going to do. I was going to do the West End and I was going to do all of that stuff. Um, and then I, so when I was 15, I, I did like a competition at my local pub and basically it, it was just like a karaoke kind of competition thing. And I did some pop music there. And then there was an agent there. He's like an agent for all of the um, book, like booking for the clubs and the pubs around, you know, the area. And he was like, oh, you should come down to the rehearsals and like I can give you some songs to learn and maybe you could do the pubs and the club scene and everything. So I actually started doing pubs and clubs, singing pop stuff in all of all around the area and out of the area as well from the age of 15. So I was doing a lot of pop music every weekend when I was 15 <laughs> till now I'm 22 and I still do the pubs and everything, the covers. Um, just because that's like the bread and butter money to then be able to fund my own music, which is now my passion. Um, and I started songwriting. I started songwriting pretty late, actually, compared to probably a lot of other people. Um, so I started after I finished college. Um, so I would have been 18 and I didn't really fully get into it until I was 19. Um, I went to a songwriting camp in Thailand. Um, it was like September 2018. So I would have been 19 at the time. And that was when I went there for a week and it really like cemented that I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work, like, I really wanted to do songwriting. And yeah, it kind of, that week just made me realize just how much work and effort needs to go in if I did want to make this like an actual job. So like since then, I've been really kind of putting in the back work to just really hammer home that I want to do this like full time. Um, so yeah, I've just been kind of going since then really and just been like really doing as many sessions as I can and just keep pushing. Yeah. Amazing. And um, so like um, a lot of the people that I've been speaking to, because uh, obviously I've gone on these songwriting camps and obviously that had a huge impact on you. Um, and so for the people listening who might be wanting to get into uh, writing or being an artist or, or really like getting into like collaborations and stuff like that, is this, uh, uh, how did you find out about the one in Thailand and, and what made you go on it and, and what did it give you? Um, so it's actually a weird one with how I found out about this one because so I used to audition for all of like Britain's Got Talent, X Factor and all of them things like as you do when you're like 15 and you think that that's the route that you have to go down. Um, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't actually go down that route, but <laughs> that's another topic. Um, but so I used to audition for all of that and it was a it was a guy that used to scout for the X Factor um, he's called Conan Avery and he actually does, he still does like camps and stuff. He's do, running them online at the moment. Um, but yeah, it was from him and he put me onto the, the songwriter one for the Thailand. So he just, he just messaged me basically and was like, oh, um, I've seen you doing a bit of songwriting. We've got a songwriting um, retreat in Thailand. Did you want to come? And I was actually free that week that, that was suggested. And um, yeah, because I, I was working at Thornton's at the time. That was like my part-time job and I'd just been made redundant. So I literally had that week free and also my gigs, I just didn't have any gigs that weekend. So it was like, it was like luck really that that was even available for me to go. So I was like, yep, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go. We'll just see what happens. And it ended up being like such a, a pivotal moment really of me realizing that that's what I wanted to do. So yeah, I would really recommend collaborating and like songwriting camps as well, because you just meet so many like-minded people. And I feel like you can really... Because I think doing something on your own all the time, you can sometimes get in a bit of a rut and meeting other people is like really inspiring. So I think it does definitely help to drive inspiration. Had you done any like songwriting before that and you, or had you just done like bits and then you like jump right in and just start on doing this? I did bits. Like I, I literally before that I'd written probably about four songs. So it wasn't, it was literally bits really that I'd done before. Um, and then we we wrote like, how many songs did I think it was like six songs in the week at Thailand um yeah so it was quite a big shift 
you know, big kind of throw thrown in the, the deep end. But I really like that. So, and you walk away as well, coming from us with from my session or from. You just feel like really, I don't know, proud of yourself, I think. It's like a weird feeling after you've like written quite a lot and you feel like you've done a lot. <laughs> were you doing like songs for you or were you doing like, were you like writing for the people or was it to briefs? Like it was, it was a bit of both that one. So it was like an artist songwriting development. So I did three songs where I was singing on it and then helped three people with their songs. Um, which is and as well some of them as well have been all released and that which is really nice as well so like songs that were really were written on the camp have now been released which is nice um yeah so like you went from um obviously then performing locally in your bars and, and and things like that and doing covers and thinking and also like so you had a shift from doing musical theater into um performing obviously in the pop scene and like locally and like so on Trent to then going right songwriting and was that um so you said it had a huge impact on, on you was it like when you came away from that camp what was that impact and and, and how did it like take you to how did it inspire yeah I just think like it just really made me realize like I can't just write four songs a year <laughs> like I, if I want to actually make make something like I'd, I'm going to have to like really put in the back work and just kind of keep keep writing really. Um, I mean, something else that, that's been inspiring me recently. So I, at the beginning of the year, I started doing this 52 song project um, with, yeah, so 52 song project is actually available. You can find it on Instagram and everything. And it's just so good. Like you're in a group and everyone puts a song in every week. And like, even that is just so inspiring. Like, because the talent that's in these groups as well is just immense. So it makes you like really want to, you know, keep pushing to keep writing better songs. So yeah, like even now that I feel like I'm doing a lot better than last year, I still feel like I can do better now. And it's like, just still trying to just better yourself all the time, really. So yeah. I hear that from a lot of, I mean, same with myself. It's like the thing with music is it's just, it, it you never get bored of it because there's always something you need to learn or get better at it's like yeah so many different areas if it's if it's writing lyrics to writing melodies to producing mm-hmm. to you know learning how to promote yourself and all that sort of yeah stuff. um so it, it is never ending and you're always it is never ending <laughs> yeah which is why it's so fascinating at the same time yeah I love it. um brilliant so like um so you started um so so the last Two years. Let's. You mentioned a bit about this at like at the beginning. So you went on these camps. You started to develop your songwriting craft and things like that. And and now you're out releasing music. And I just want to just give the audience as well like some of the success that you've had over the last what twelve months or so. And bearing in mind that we've had lockdowns and all this sort of stuff, you've been played on. Let me try and just check all the details here. You've been played on Radio One, Chillis Show. You've made New Music Friday on Spotify, um, New Pop UK on Spotify, Fresh Vines, Chill Pop, all these amazing, like really big playlists and stuff like that on Spotify, as well as the Radio One um, players and everything like that. So how did you do? <laughs> how did you do that? And 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 like, was it just consistency? Has it been networking? Is it? Um, uh, how did you just go for that, you know, from that position of writing songs for the people, right, performing in, in, in gigs uh, locally to, right, I'm putting myself out there and now you've got in this sort of recognition and success? So it's only been, like, since January, really, there, where... Well, no, since March. Since March. Since, like, things that have been just going a bit crazy and it's still weird now to comprehend because like at the beginning of this year like you know how you set goals and stuff I mean to be fair I don't really it's kind of bad for me saying this but I don't I'm not one to fully kind of set goals I just always want to keep pushing like I don't necessarily have like set things in place of course I have like goals I would love to play Glastonbury but everybody wants to do that you know but like I just kind of think I'm just more one of them people that kind of just keeps working constantly to just keep pushing anyway so um 
Yeah, well, but Radio 1 hadn't even entered my mind for this year, really, because I just thought I was still way off that. But I was in this um, radio chat that started, I think it was around March time or February time. And that's on Clubhouse and it's with Dave Ragen and James Threform. And basically they would have different people in each week. And one week it was a guy from Radio 1. And um, I just found him on Instagram after. And I basically saw that he worked with a few people that have supported my music. So I just like messaged him and was like, oh, I've seen that, you know, you've worked with this person and that's so cool because they've actually supported my own stuff. And then he went and had a look at my own stuff and he was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm going to push it forward for the Chiller Show. And I was like, what? Really? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and like, so still like, I'm, I can't believe that that happened. So that was just pure through network. It wasn't through anything else. It was just literally through Instagram and through Clubhouse that that happened, which is mental. Um, and then um, it's that the, sort of taking that being brave, isn't it? It's going right. Yeah. It's like, you know, I am going to connect with this person. I am going to ask and you might not get anything yeah. from it, but if you do, amazing. And, and you seem and to be somebody to just sort of like, there's a thread here and you just go, well, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to try it. And it, do you think that's very true that you just sort of take a step and, and see where it takes you? Well, I think it's also like, I think this has kind of come from like musical theatre as well, because I've I've always been told that, you know, when you go for an audition or when you go for something, the people on the other side actually want you to succeed. They don't want you to fail because they want to actually find someone that they can help or support. So, yeah, I kind of also do see it like that, like presenters at these big shows, they want to find new music. Like that's their job to find new music. So it also is kind of one of them things that if you don't actually push it out there, then you know, you might never know. Yeah, no one knows exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, there's so much music being created and um, like being put out there and, you know, particularly with like lockdowns as well, like even more so, everybody's been creating loads and putting music out there. But it's that, how do you stand out um, mm -hmm. with a sea of, of so many people creating music and, and you are standing out, but you're also putting yourself out there. You're saying listen to this and um, you know I'm here do you like my music and, and it and I think uh, do you think that is the the difference with, with with which is why is your stuff is getting heard and get getting out there it's also fantastic and great it's really well recorded oh, thank you. Um, it, the brilliant songs um we'll go through the, the, the your songs in, in a minute as well but like you you've created like the music you've created a look you sound, you know, your sound is is really, really great. It's really current. It's brilliant music. And then you're putting yourself out there going, listen to me, listen to me. And it's that coming together of all these things that is showing the success for you. Is it, do you think that's true? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's kind of a weird one. Because I also think maybe it's also consistency as well. Um, I think especially with the Spotify stuff, because I think, I think that it, like Spotify, because it's like an algorithmic platform, the more you can be like releasing as often as you can, then I also think that that helps on that front. But then regards to like other things, like, you know, reaching out to people, it does help to reach out to people. Um, and there's no harm, like it's free to do. So it's not, why not? you know, yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah. <laughs> they can only say no and nothing or ghost you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not? <laughs> So amazing. Um, uh, so I just want to talk about your songs as well. So your latest single, you've released a few just recently. So correct me if I get any of this wrong. So your latest single, is that pretty or? Yeah. So I released a, I released a debut EP um, on the 30th of July. So on that, there is um, Slow Motion, Problems, Disconnect, Pretty, Ghost in Me and Drag Me Down. So that's kind of the latest release um but pretty is the single that we're pushing at the moment and I've got a music video coming out for that soon as well and um, which is going to be fun um so that yeah kind of is like the main track I mean disconnect is the title track and that's like the main main track but like pretty is kind of one that we are pushing at the minute I want to pull the plug but I'm addicted to your touch 
as well um, and also when we share it we'll put all the links to it as well so um if people want to find you it's Darla Jade on on Spotify um yeah. and your latest EP is Disconnect so so what's the stories behind the songs how do those songs come about um and and yeah tell us about them so some of the songs have actually waited so long to release it's ridiculous <laughs> so i wrote some of the songs in 2019 so the ones that i wrote in in that year were ghost and me ghost and me was the first song that i wrote and i didn't re- like these songs in 2019 as well like i didn't i wasn't really planning an ep or anything i wasn't really thinking about it i was just creating music so um yeah so ghost and me was the first one that was written um and that's like kind of about grief of like losing someone and it kind of talks about that and then the next one would have been disconnect which I wrote in Thailand in 2019 it was actually like the last day I was there for a month and I was recording a lot of material which was released in 2020 and um but disconnect we wrote like on the last day before I was leaving it was just kind of like a it was kind of like a throwaway session in the sense of like oh let's just all write a song and let's just see like how it goes like there was no kind of really planning for this session um and literally the day before we wrote the song we were all like just using the bluetooth they had like a really cool like bluetooth system in the at the studios and everyone was just playing like really cool songs and like knocking each other off to play a better song than that song and it was like really <laughs> it was such a like a fun thing but the 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 bluetooth like completely disconnected and like we were like oh it's all disconnected now. Like when, that was actually where the, where the idea came from for like the title of the track came. I was like, oh, we could, we could write a song of disconnect as being like the, the, the title and like being disconnected from, yeah. So like that, then the next day we wrote the song Disconnect. And um, so, yeah, and I knew at that, like when, when I wrote that, I didn't want to just release that as a single. I wanted to release it as like a bigger thing. So that was kind of when I thought, oh, I, I think I'd want to do like an EP with this and have disconnected the title track. And then Pretty was written in 2019 as well. And this one actually wasn't for me originally. Like we wrote it, um, it was me, um, a guy called Sion and Reese Fletcher, who's produced qu- quite a lot of the tracks on the EP. And um, we write a lot for pitch, um, where basically we'll pitch to other artists to have the tracks. And we wrote this one and it's kind of all about like not wanting to conform to standards of of society. It's kind of like, yeah, I really, really like that one. And um, it kind of got to the point where I was taking it out of the pitch box. <laughs> so I'd be sending the emails for the songs that could be pitched and I was like, hmm, I think I might have this one myself. <laughs> so yeah, I decided that I was going to release that one. And um, it, it took me a while though, because I know that um, we pitched it out a few times and there was people that were interested in the song, but then it never kind of took off for them. Um, and I knew that I wanted, we wanted it to be released so bad because we knew, we knew it like had potential in that, but, and I was like, I can't let it not, I can't let it just sit on a hard drive. Like it needs to be released. So I'll just release it. So much noise. And 
then when I decided that I was going to release that one, I kind of had this idea of having like a lighter and a darker side of the EP. So like the first three tracks on the EP are a bit lighter and then the like latter three are a bit darker and Disconnect kind of leads the lighter into the darker. So that was kind of the, the idea. And then um, Problems and Slow Motion were both tracks. Oh, and um, Drag Me Down were all tracks that came last year. Right. Do you write, yeah. so like, how, what's your process for writing then? Obviously, you do a lot of collaborations. Um, uh, is that is that your go-to or do you um, do you write on your own? Do you write lyrics? And, or, or, yeah, how do, you, how do you create your songs? It's very varied. So sometimes, like, it, it's so varied, it's ridiculous. Like, sometimes I'll have, like, ideas that I'll go into a session with so I'll, I'll know that I've got a session coming up, say, next week, and I'll get an idea beforehand of, like, maybe what I want to write about or I'll get a few lyrics or... And I'll take that in just so at least there's a direction because it's sometimes, sometimes very different, difficult going into a session with, especially new people, if you don't have, like, a topic that you want to write about or if you don't have anything. Not always, but it can just be a little bit difficult. Um, so, yeah, I do tend to bring at least a little bit of something even if it's just like the title or if it's just one word or if it's just like the theme of what I want it to be about just kind of something that we can go off um but so yeah that that's one way and then sometimes I'll also have like a melody and a lyric idea that I'll take and then sometimes like I know so drag me down um which is the last track on the EP um, me and Imad who produced that one and we wrote it together as well and um, he sometimes sends me like production ideas and then I'll kind of find some melodies over the top and then we'll write the lyrics together so it is very like varied really and I do sometimes write just completely on my own as well so um so yeah there's just so many different avenues but then that's the fun thing I think because it's not it's not always the same thing all the time and it very like twos and throws as well because sometimes like I'll get ideas with no music because I don't play an instrument as well um so I'll literally just find the melodies and find the lyrics just through thinking about it and singing it out and finding it feeling it out um so yeah and then I'll just sing it into my my phone and then take it to a session <laughs> yeah amazing and so like um uh you've started performing now it's summer um and like if if people wanted to see your live show, what can they what can they expect? And what's your like vision for like taking this forward into not just the writing sessions now into like a, a live set? So I've got like a full on band now, which is so cool. I, to be fair, I set up the band February March last year, <laughs> and as soon as I'd like, we'd literally we we'd kind of got the members and we were like right okay let's book a book a um, rehearsal in we literally locked down before we the first rehearsal so like that was a bit of a, a bit of a sad time but um we then had like our first show um it was at the underground in Stoke and it was on I feel like it was like it was in October I can't remember the exact exact date but it was like the beginning of October and it was so good it was to be fair it was only like we could only have 50 people in but it was, we managed to get 50 people there and it was just like a really fun show. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And then we obviously got locked down again. So like we then had to wait ages again for the next the next show, which was at the Sugar Mill. I actually headlined that, which was really, I wasn't meant to have been, but then the headline who was meant to be on had to pull out. Um, and then they filled me in with the headline slot, which was like really cool. Um, Cause that was like in Stoke. And I feel like it was just such a good gig. The nerves were high, though, because obviously it had been so long since I'd last, last. To be fair, like the set had completely changed as well because all the new songs got added in. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so much fun. And then now we've got like a lot more shows kind of building up now as well, which is really good. So like um, I've seen you like you're on tour at the moment. So um, where have you been performing and, and what have you got planned? Like live shows and stuff. Um, so I did... So I did the the Sugar Mill one, it would have been at the end of July. And then we did one on Saturday, which was All Sage Festival. And then I'm going to be supporting Conrad at Omira on the 3rd of September. And then I'm performing in Stoke on the 10th of September, supporting Megan Dixon Hood, who's 
amazing. She's very like Florence and the Machine kind of and Aurora-esque. So if you like that kind of music, I'd check her out. Um, and then there's some, I've got some other dates in December as well, which is um, London, Brighton and Bristol. And that's supporting a band called Reiko, like a, an electronic kind of duo. Um, so yeah, there's quite a lot building up now, which is like really cool. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't, I was so anxious about not getting gigs because I knew that obviously like all the, like there's a backlog obviously for promoters and like venues of all of the, the gigs from last year. I was thinking there's just no way I'm going to get any gigs because I'm a new artist. But yeah, it's nice to actually see like some gigs now lining up. So what are you doing? Like, so like for people again listening, like trying to, um, trying to do this. And, and I think this is the thing as well. It's been really tough. And I know it's been tough for you, you as well. Like this, um, this sort of like, you're constantly battling to try and get yourself out there and you might have something booked, then it's cancelled or you, mm-hmm. you have a session booked and then it's cancelled. And it's like, how how have you managed to keep going, stay positive? Because you clearly are, you know, you, you, you've not given up and you and you are actually getting results. So like, how have you managed to, to start building this in a very, very difficult time? Um. That's a good question, really. I don't. It's a bit of a weird one. I think. I think because I started a bit later, I feel like I have like a, a bit more of a fire in my belly. Like I just feel like I got. I've got so much to do, and I just don't want to like run out of time. Which is just like a weird thing to say, but like I feel like that's something that does keep me motivated all the time. It's like just, just keep, just keep going, and just keep being consistent, and keep like showing up for yourself. Because I think that that is when you will get the results. Whereas, you know, if you kind of go into periods of like doing it all out and then stopping and then doing it all out, I think maybe just doing it a gradual approach, but just kind of keep keep biting away at it. I think that that's probably a better way. Um, but it is, it is it is hard. And I do find myself, myself also in like periods where I'm just like, oh, just things just don't seem to be like aligning. But it's just kind of like, have to just keep going and keep pushing. And you're speaking to other people. Sorry. Yeah, I think, I think you, what you were saying before was really uh, interesting and quite key as well, because I think whenever I've done this, uh, which is not necessarily having big plans, but just seeing where it takes you. And I think yeah. sometimes big plans and mapping things out, because, like, you, you know, we all have this thing where we can procrastinate a lot about a plan yeah. and then, like, almost, like, overplan and Mm -hmm. then not do something and whenever you don't do that and actually just go right this is the direction that feels right and I'm just going to keep going with it and seeing where it takes me then yeah you don't don't necessarily get overwhelmed by it you just sort of ride the wave yeah it it sounds like what from what you were saying before that is something that you do it's just like well let's just know where it takes me very much like that I feel like if I start to over plan then I'll just get very stressed out about it like I'd rather just kind of keep real like pushing because I just I just know that if I don't if I if I set plans for myself for like the end of this year say and I don't exceed them plans it's just going to really miff me off so I'd rather just like keep pushing <laughs> and just keep like pushing as much as I can and then I'll just feel more grateful of what I have achieved do you know what I mean <laughs> are you one of these people because they say like a lot of this stuff out there and I don't know people listening will probably have heard it as well like um you know say yes to everything I mean like yeah there's, there's like there's there's a balance between actually no I'm not going to do something that I don't want to yeah. do but like do you feel at the moment that you are sort of saying well yeah I'll give it a go or are you actually being quite particular about what you're going for as well um it's very hit and miss because I do a lot of dance tracks as well so I get quite a lot of them coming in which is something that I I do enjoy doing and I do like to do them so I'll kind of will pick and choose which what I do, but then also I have to be very, very particular as well because I know that if I do too much of the dance tracks, I don't want to confuse my own project. And I also never really have the dance tracks over on my um, own Spotify as well, just because I really want to make my own artist project very like apparent and I don't want to like confuse an audience. Um, so like I am, I feel like I am picky, but then I also am very open to trying stuff out as well um yeah it's kind of a bit I feel like I know exactly what I want but then also if there's other things that sound like an interesting thing and it's going to be a fun thing to do then there's no point like shutting yourself off to that if it feels right to do it then 
it probably is good to do. But then, it, yeah, if if something feels wrong, then I'll, I would just never do it. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you completely independent at the moment? Have you got management? Have you signed with anybody? Or are you completely independent? So the, um, so the EP, so I'm completely independent, but I literally started a trial with a management recently. So we literally sorted it out like last week. So like I'm very newly kind of just trying something out now with uh, management. And I also did get PR as well after, it was just before problems. Um, so, but yeah, the, the whole like kind of EP, the first EP um, that's just been released, um, that's all been like completely independent. Right, okay. And how have you found, like, I know obviously management is quite, quite new. Um, and so were you doing this all on your own before or have you had like support from like friends or family or literally you've just been like I'm doing it on my own so I had I had like a management kind of team in 2020 and then we parted like it would have been February March time um so basically before I started to release my like this new kind of body of work and then I just kind of was like right I'm just gonna really push I know like exactly that I'm doing this completely independently I'm just gonna throw everything out and we're just gonna keep just completely going for it and that's I feel like I really did do that and then I got PR involved from like the second single um so that she could also help me to you know push a bit more as well because that also when you're you, when you're financially investing into this music because like music is very expensive obviously to make and I just felt like I feel like I've poured my heart out on these songs and I feel like I've spent financially as well I don't want to kind of miss the boat and not kind of push myself as much as I could so which is why I got PR involved to help me as well so that I was pushing as well and had PR pushing as well and like we kind of did it together um so yeah that's kind of what I did so you're growing your team out and and like you've gone from independent you start with management you're You've got PR and promotion and stuff like that, which so as as an independent artist listening to this, um, you know, has that um because this is the thing, everything for independence at the moment, we're having to self-fund, we're having yeah. to do everything. And also mm-hmm. like the equipment's very expensive, um, to you know, to produce your own, you know, music is really expensive to get a studio in time and all that sort of stuff as well. So like and it can be quite costly if you make mistakes as in like you go to the wrong company you go to the wrong people yeah. whatever it is then it's like oh you know you know you can have a big setback so has like things like the PR for example has that been something that's really would you say that's a worthwhile investment and, and has it really helped you um for me I feel like it has been a good investment um but then I it's probably worth noting as well that I didn't get PR until I got like New Music Friday like I'd got one of the New Music Fridays and I also got like the Radio 1 stuff I feel like if I hadn't have had them I probably still wouldn't have got PR because PR is expensive as well Uh, and that is a very big factor with independent because it's like I know I was finding myself for weeks thinking do I get PR or do I not get PR and it's very 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 confusing and then once I got like the New Music Friday and the the Radio One like organically, I was then like, wait, if I've got this organically, then what what could happen if I did actually invest for PR, um, and maybe that could like you know help spiral things. And I think um, like it, it is good to have someone as well because um, my PR, um, she's lovely and like she's also good at kind of getting a plan which I'm not very really very good at getting (laughs) so um yeah she helped me kind of like organize like when's good to like drop singles and stuff which is good to just you know have another like soundboard because I was doing everything myself didn't have management just didn't have anyone to kind of it's kind of all just like what I was planning to do so it's kind of good to like sound off her and also she's got knowledge of like when's a good time to release when's not a good time to release like when people on holiday or so yeah it was kind of good to have that insight knowledge as well um yeah it's useless trying to get through to you is just useless 
taking over But I'll never let it pull you under It's gonna be, gonna be hard for you I'll be chasing the, chasing the darkness out of you Let me be your light I'll stay by your side Chasing shadows through the night Whispers in the dark Tempt your weary heart Can't tell truth from twisted lies You got your problems I think it's like A lot of people sort of say It's like what's your missing part? as well in it so it's like if you're very good at doing your own promotion and you think actually I'm fine with it maybe invest in something else like you know oh yeah manager or look for you know a promotion a promoter or something like that so it's like um it's like recognizing in yourself what you're good at yeah definitely before you build out your team and everything like that yeah the right time to build out your team if you haven't got songs you know you know is it the right time to 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 be looking for a manager and stuff like that? Like yeah. maybe you find write your songs first and then and then have something. Yeah. I feel like that's people. probably that's probably why my first team didn't really work out because I don't think I'd fully understood exactly like the direction and everything. And I haven't really got that many songs together. And I think that that period, like the whole EP period that I've just released, kind of really like doing it myself really directed me. I think having that do it, having to do it myself like has been so beneficial because now I know like so much more than I would have ever known. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I do think it was good to do it myself. I'm glad that I did it myself. <laughs> it's cycles, isn't it? It's like, and I, and I think I hear this from like so many different like writers and artists and stuff like that. Is like we sort of think we've only got one shot at this, and we haven't. It, we're constantly developing our craft. Yeah, we're developing as as artists as well. So it's like you can do, you know. Um, it's totally fine to go actually this isn't working let's try something else and, and let's yeah you know and, and learn from it and go from there it's, it's not a case of that's it that's my that's my one time and it's over now it's like well what no. can I learn from it and it sounds like yeah you're constantly learning and reinventing and developing yourself and 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 you know at the right time things will 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 if you work hard the right time it will it will start taking off which it is mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I um I just want to just like go through again just like these songs. So for people listening, so Dala Jade, you're a Stoke on Trent artist. You're and you know, you are independent and you're successfully getting your music together and you're putting your music out on things like New Music Friday and the, you're getting radio one plays, you're getting festival slots, and that is an incredible achievement in the last what since March this year so we're in August so in the last four or five months you've really really worked hard I've looked at your Spotify stats you know you're getting you know really high plays and stuff like this as well so um, I just want like people listening as well to definitely go check out your music it's really really like it's like what would you say your genre like, like electronic pop electro pop yeah is, is definitely. that your passion is that what you absolutely love and, and who's inspired I do... you artists at the moment Honestly, my I, I love that many genres, and I think that's a problem because like it's it's sometimes a difficult thing because it's like I just love so much. But like artists that I love is like Sigrid, and then I also love Holly Humberstone as well. So there's already two different vibes there. <laughs> I'm very, and then then there's like Sam Fender, which is another kind of different vibe. And then I love like Lennon Stella. Um, so yeah, loads of artists. But then I I look like. So the the Spotify um, playlists that I usually tend to listen to are the New Pop UK. I usually go on that. And I also go on the um, Alt Pop one as well. I'm always on them too. I feel like they're my go-to playlists. Because especially because they're usually full of like the newer emerging artists as well, which I'm really, I love finding new new artists. I also have like a, a playlist as well called Under the Radar. And it's basically for artists that have got tracks under 10,000 streams. Because like, I just love finding really good music that's like really underrated. I just, because it, it's just something that I feel is so sad because there's just so much music, isn't there, on Spotify. And there's just so many like hidden 
so much hidden talent that should just be glorified really yeah definitely it's funny though like like you're talking about these playlists like alt pop alt pop and and uh, the uk one and stuff like that new music friday and all that sort of stuff and then you've been on them (laughs) crazy oh my god that's my name there (laughs) it's so weird because sometimes i'll 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 be listening to and then the song will come on like one of mine and i'll be like oh oh." yeah Yeah, that's amazing so like like how do you do that that's a really interesting area as well like playlisting is that through from pr or is that just been like a knock-on effect that they've you've managed to build up a following enough that spotify is also recognizing your music so Spotify is all organically. Um, I don't really, I'm not really sure how to really, I, I don't know if there is a way to kind of not do it organically because it's all algorithmical, isn't it? So all I know though is that what does help if, if you are trying to get on New Music Friday is to make sure that you give a month um, when you're like uploading your tracks to a distributor make sure there's at least a month and like make sure there's at least a month when you're pitching the song on Spotify and you can do that on Spotify for artists just because when I wasn't doing that I never noticed like any playlists but then as soon as I started you know giving more time making sure there was like more time before the release it kind of helped because if there's like how many songs is there released every day is it like 20,000 or something ridiculous yeah it's something ridiculous and you just have to think like if there's that many songs every day that are released you have to give the listener at Spotify because there is people right real people that do listen to the tracks when you are submitting on the on the um, Spotify for artists so you have to give them time to actually be able to get to the track and if you're only living like a week or two it's probably going to be unlikely that you're going to be able to get in a playlist because the song will already been out by the time they've got to it unless you know it gets like major traction so I think to give like a month at least really for the for the Spotify for artists so that you can actually upload it definitely does help I think mm-hmm. yeah brilliant um and like what's next for you I mean like you talked about gigs like coming up at the end of the year have you got more music plans like I know obviously you don't plan too much. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> no, I do I don't try and plan the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what is it like like the dream then? Not so much the goals, but what is the dream? Like what you know, what's next for you? I mean, I'd love to be able like for next year, I'd love to be able to get on like the bigger festivals, like on like the BBC introducing stages, or yeah, that would be kind of the goals for next year. Um, but then like musically I'm already working on like the next EP I'm kind of trying to get myself ahead now because I think this EP I've been so absorbed and I've like really just kind of been honing on this EP and like making sure that because it's my debut I was like I really want to like spend the time and make sure everything's right which I will obviously continue to do for all my music but I just want to make sure that this time I kind of get myself ahead because I kind of felt like this EP, I've just scrambled through it. Um, like, because I've been doing it all myself as well. So there's like so much to do. So there's been like, you know, the obviously getting the music ready. And then there's been like getting the videos done, getting the photo shoots done, getting the, doing all the PR as well that like, I was doing, like sending the emails out. Um, yeah, there's just so, so much to do. Um, so yeah, I want to get ahead for the next kind of bodies of work and then onwards. So I'm already, I'm already doing, I've got quite a lot of songs already kind of, they're all written, just kind of getting them all produced up now. Um, yes, it's going to be exciting really. So how are you like, so that's like, yeah, and it costs a lot and it costs a lot. Of yeah. It costs a lot as well. So are you mm. like self-funding this and, or are you doing something? Fully self-funded. Out? Are you, so you fully doing, self like, the videos and everything are you yep, like, everything that or are you doing them yourself or no yeah so everything's fully self-funded so um I'd be good like so for the for the music like I'm I'm using producers and um and then for the videos I'm I'm going to people because yeah I kind of I have done a few things myself like so for the for the this EP just gone I did like a, a lyric video for problems that was like just done on 
to, it was on a zero budget. I didn't have to pay anything for it. It was just done in like my one of the rooms in the house um, against a white wall with with my projector, and then I just put the lyrics at the bottom. Um, but yeah, for the other for the other songs, I self funded for the videos as well. But it is a very costly thing, um, and it is something that's it is difficult. And it I'm probably going to have to stop applying for funding soon to just try and get a bit more help on that side. Um, but because I still do like my cover gigs and that it kind of that's what I'm using to fund. Um so yeah, I'm kind of it's kind of a balancing act at the moment. But yeah, and I think that's that's fair enough. And I think like it's it's like it's not sugarcoating it. It's like you have to it's like particular with also gigs not happening like early on in the year and stuff like that. Like, yeah. A lot of people that are having to self-fund things and working really hard to then reinvest in their music and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's not sugarcoating it. It's just something that that you have to be prepared to do if you're going to... Yeah. But you also can do an awful lot yourself as well. Like yeah, for sure. And all that sort of stuff. There's so much you can do. And there's so much advice as well, like online and yeah. all that sort of stuff as well. So don't feel like, it's you know, create the music, but, but there is a way forward once you've created your music, but just make sure your music yeah. is as good as it possibly can be. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, like, videos as well. I feel like there's a little bit of a pressure with videos sometimes. I think maybe from, like, a fan's perspective or maybe from, like, the industry perspective. I'm not really sure, but sometimes it feels like there's a bit of pressure to always have a video for a song, but actually don't really need a video for a song. They're well, not always, anyway. I think maybe for, like, the key key songs maybe have a video but even if that's like a, a low budget video like that's still gonna be really cool like do you know what I mean but yeah I think I don't know I don't know if you feel that as well if you feel um, like there's a bit of a pressure with videos I think there's a, like there's a pressure on yourself to create them um and then it can be quite a lot of obviously money um as well yeah definitely the but there's things like Fiverr and you know like it doesn't oh, Fiverr yeah, which you can like yeah, so like, good. Yeah, to to, to you can like um, I remember reading uh, Phil Taggart's book, so I recommend that for any of you listening as well. It's um uh he used to do the Slacker Slacker's podcast, I think it is, but then he's done a book about like um you know starting out in the music industry and again like there's loads of advice in there for people and would recommend that book. Um but yeah, like just trying to do as much as you can yourself, but like um, yeah having to invest in certain things because it just takes you to that next level I think and it's about what picking and choosing what you want to invest in yeah um, what feels right for you and if videos are odd the like the look and feel of something is really important to you then then concentrate on that and bring that out um uh, yeah in music as well so but also if you're not investing and pushing your, your, your YouTube you know what I mean, or where these videos are, like, um, then, you know, it's a balance as well. So, like, you can create yeah. something great. If you're not pushing your YouTube and where these videos are, then yeah. that's the point, you know what I mean? That's another one. Yeah, because, like, even, like, when you've got a video, you spent all this money on a video, it's then, like, oh, but wait, now I'm going to have to spend on ads to get the video out there, because if not, then it's not going to be seen by anyone. So then there is like a knock-on effect of the money as well. Like it kind of keeps, you keep having to like invest in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But it's an asset and some people want to see that visual. And, and, and yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like, you've got the audio assets and, and somebody told me this before, so um I will use the phrase but it's like you've got the audio assets of your music and 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 then also you have the video assets and stuff like yeah, that you can have definitely. videos you know an acoustic video you can have like you know live video as well all this stuff just give me the same song and and it just creeps keeps putting stuff out there for people then to discover you yeah definitely. investing in um, another song's video it's like well what can you actually get from the existing song if that makes sense yeah and, and creates a different angle for it um mm-hmm. so because I think sometimes people feel like they keep having to create more and more new music rather than actually promote right with what you've currently got as well yeah. yeah yeah I think I think that probably also comes down to the fact that Spotify kind of makes us feel like we've we've got to keep you know, releasing new music for the algorithm. But maybe maybe if there's ways to kind of, you know, do like an acoustic 
version of a song and release that on Spotify, maybe like a remix or something and put that on Spotify, then that also kind of helps still keep the algorithm engaged as well. Yeah, and also it, it keeps your fan base engaged and also it can encourage new people. Like if you do like a dance remix, somebody's done a dance remix and then yeah. and they've discovered your music through yeah. that, almost like a different collaboration with a new mm-hmm. remixer. The genre. It is. Yeah, yeah. And, and that could be like a club version or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. like, don't be... I guess to people listening, just don't be afraid of of doing more with what you currently have as well. Um, yeah, definitely. Releasing new, new, because yeah, and then I have to start at the beginning and then it's like, I've got to write yeah. and then I've got to produce it and I've got to get, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is well, difficult. Yeah, it's that balance like that you were saying. So amazing. Um, I've really enjoyed this chat and I just wanted to get to know you better. And we had a chat previously in the clubhouse room but I wanted to like just revisit and actually have a proper in-depth conversation about your music and where you are today and where you're going because like I just think you're a fantastic new artist your your music is brilliant and and you know you're very much in the same genre as like these new artists coming through these solo artists like Holly Humberstone and 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 um, the ones that you mentioned earlier as well so you are like thank you very much in this sort of emerging UK scene, which is emerging out of lockdowns and 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 this sort of new sort of sound of music which is coming through at the moment. And yeah, thank you for spending time um and and talking to, to me about your music. It's just been brilliant. Oh no. Thank you very much. Thank you for having this platform for me to be able to speak on. <laughs> so thank you. Well, this is the first series. This is going to be the first official series. You're the first person that I've interviewed in this first series ah, as well. For the podcast. No way. Yeah, I'm so honoured. Yeah, and it's the first time I've figured out Zoom, so I'm hoping it's recorded okay <laughs> at the end of this as well. So it's always oh, great. It all again. <laughs> so, yeah, no, and um, yeah, so people listening, like, definitely go check out your music. I'm going to put snippets in, as I say, and, uh, but like, go find uh, Dollar Jade on Spotify. Uh, where else can they hit? Can people find you? What's your social media? Um. So, yeah, Spotify, there's YouTube. Um, soundcloud as well and um, itunes i don't is google play still a thing i i'm very confused of what's happened with google music there's but google, uh, deezer i think I yeah there's deezer um tidal as well it's it, to be fair it's on every kind of every single like i think napster as well <laughs> i don't know yeah there's loads there's so many <laughs> um yeah if you just type in dollar jays on any of them platforms and any m- music platform i should hopefully come up I should come up um and then for social media I'm on Facebook Instagram um TikTok as well if you just type in at dollar jade UK oh and Twitter as well I'm on all of them but it's at dollar jade UK and I'll come up amazing and what do you use the most as in like there's a lot of those platforms there so like are you more on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram actively I'm actively on Instagram, but I am trying, trying to do TikTok, let's just say. We're trying to do that, but yeah. (laughs) Fair enough, cool. So brilliant. So that's how people can find you. And and yeah, go um, and find your music, listen to it and support you. And hopefully come and see you on tour soon as well. Um, And we'll invite you back to chat to us because I really would like to hear more about in like a couple of years time like what happened <laughs> you know what I mean so oh, cool. back and revisit it. <laughs> you know what I mean like the Billie Eilish interviews you know what I mean we'll come back oh yeah the next <laughs> next year that yeah. was so cool yeah <laughs> see where you where, what happened next so thank you so much and uh yeah we'll we'll uh keep following you and we'll promote you on all our platforms as well and as soon as we can get the live now play later shows back as well I'd love you to be part of that as well oh yeah I would love to be part of that sounds sounds really good yeah cool all right yeah, then. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much thank you Thank you, Dollar Jade. Really enjoyed speaking with you earlier this week. Um, if you enjoy her music or you want to listen to more of it, please follow her on Spotify and listen to her debut EP, Disconnect, and follow her on her social media links as well. As I said at the beginning, I'll be adding all those links at the bottom of the podcast. So please have a look at those and follow and, and let her know if you are enjoying her music. She would love to hear from you, I'm sure.
that was episode one of the podcast and you can find us on all the usual platforms for podcasts or and also social media we're out, uh, at live now play later on instagram and twitter etc we'll put all the links below so that you can find us and not miss any episodes We've got some great interviews coming up with new music artists, producers, industry professionals that um, are just really great and hopefully inspiring to you if you are a uh, artist, songwriter, producer starting out in this industry um, and looking to navigate your way through by learning from those who are doing it at the moment. And also if you're looking for great new music um, to love and support, then again, um, hopefully this is the podcast for you. So please do subscribe. Um, It would be amazing if you did that and really, really appreciate it. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll be seeing you soon. Thank you.